on the Fifth Moment Podcast Network. I am Charlie Taylor, and this is the 5 EPM Special 2020. Welcome back in Search of Source listeners, your boy Charlie Taylor here, director of the Fifth Element Podcast Network and obviously editor of the show. Um, so this is a bit different, uh, this is a different episode con- <laughs> compared to obviously what you usually get, uh, but never fear, never fear, you're going to get your ISOS content, don't worry, in some way. Um, so this is uh, the why call 5VPN special, um, obviously as you guys know. Uh, in search of source as a show is under the Fifth Podcast Network which I obviously run um, and I always like to well in the past since last year um, I always like to do the final episode for everyone um, to be a 5VPN special Um, last year I only did it with um, What's Good on my platform What's Good um, but I've decided to stretch out to all four um, and it's basically the same episode skeleton, but I've just uh, switched up a little bit of just, you know, different intros, different outros, and but everything in between is pretty much the same, just put in different places, um, just to keep it bespoke, just to keep it a little special. Anyway, um, so basically this is two hours of um, just reminiscing, uh, reflecting, looking ahead, you know, just general um, end of year talk um i go across to every show um so from research source to ding digits to what's good and also same 12 no star affiliate and uh yeah we just talk about uh our uh, our perspectives on the year that's just just gone past and uh in some ways look ahead now uh for you guys there's actually going to be an additional uh little special uh, we actually record uh, for the insert source one. We recorded um, half an hour, uh, but we also recorded another half an hour, um, give or take, uh, just uh, talking about other things and just uh, you know continuing the conversation we had. But uh, I I knew this show was going to be this particular episode was going to be more than two hours, uh, so I didn't want to like you know ha- give everybody an hour. That'll just be a bit of a trek for people to listen to. So I needed to cut it into you know relatively 20 half a minute half an hour uh, chunks uh, so uh, that's what I've done but for you guys you know in the in the coming days after this episode's dropped you will get another uh, little bonus um, of the guys uh, of the fabulous five uh, Jashma, Mickey, Ryan, Brandon and Tyler um, talking to me about uh, you know just general year stuff um, so uh, you you will get a little bit more and that's that's your that's your special uh, gift for you for you guys you I source listeners um, cause, uh, you know, I just want to personally say, uh, before we get into it, thank you guys, uh, for listening, uh, for the, uh, for everyone that listens to Search of Source, um, uh, because this show, and I basically put this, I, I say it in some way, uh, in the, uh, second half of the special, uh, that will come soon, um, this has really been a, just a real growth year for ISOS, especially as a show, and it's really um blossomed into even more than i originally thought it was going to be and uh you know that's thanks to the guys obviously as hosts but also thanks to you guys as well for listening and just for um and just forget and just giving love uh, here and there so uh you know it's great it's greatly appreciated and uh yeah but without further ado let's just jump right in uh we have obviously the four episodes uh, well the four shows 
uh, Inside Source will be last, um, you know, save the best for last, I guess. Uh, but for now, hope you enjoy, kick back, relax, and we begin with... Digging in the digits, and we are here, my boy Ben, what's good Ben? How's it going? Not too bad, not too bad, it's been a decent day, can't complain. And uh, yeah man, it's been a, it's been a year. <laughs> Bro, it's been a garbage year, it's been a dumpster trash of a year man, far out. <laughs> oh. I mean, like, I've asked everyone else's question, um, just for continuity, but like, Obviously, for you, um, partly for you personally and just where you are in the world is like, when I ask you to think back to January, it's not as hard as for other people. Yeah. uh, Because (laughs) that entire entire month was just like the whole, your country's ablaze, literally. Yeah. (laughs) Like, it it was, yeah. I I remember us recording that, uh, what's good episode, we were just talking about it. And, um... But yeah, regardless, I'm going to ask you the question. But it, just uh, just for context, I feel like it's an easier question for you in terms of just like remembering it, just off bat remembering it, because uh, of just what was going on at that point. But think back to, um, I guess, the start of the year, um, and <laughs> what we what were you like hoping? I guess just for you personally, and I guess for the podcast as well, if you like. Uh, what were you hoping that 2020 was actually going to be uh, for yourself? 2020 was actually, okay, so it was going to be one of the biggest years of my life because I booked this trip to London in yep. uh, September this year and I booked it Did all. Did you actually book it, book it? Booked, 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 had the oh, Airbnb right. sorted, had, you know, I'm, I'm fighting with Philippine Air to get my airline fee back right now. I booked it in December or November, <laughs> November. Oh, so yeah. it was going to be the first time I'd been out of the country, except I went to New Zealand in 2018 because uh, I had a friend over there who was struggling mentally and I was only there for three days. So this was the first time I was going to be away from our hemisphere for, you know, I think it was 11 years since I'd left the country for that long. And I was so excited, man. Like I had all this because, you know, I suffer mentally. So I had all these uh, goals that I was going to try and achieve before getting it because it was going to be a massive effort to, to get to England. It was going to be a huge effort. So my psychiatrist and psychologist, we all sat down, worked through all these goals that I would achieve, you know, month by month by month until the point of September where I would finally be ready to go. And I just... You know, it was going to be a massive trip. It was going to be a massive year and it it just didn't eventuate. So personally, it turned out to be, you know, the exact opposite of what I expected it to be. I I regressed mentally significantly where I figured I would be progressing. And uh, it was just really disappointing. It turned out to be really disappointing. And I recognize that, you know, I'm speaking from a personal perspective here. And I know that so many people have struggled and suffered this year. I don't want to be disrespectful to those people at all. You know, I think we've all struggled this year. But from a personal standpoint, you know, it started with a lot of hope despite the fact that our country was, you know, it's it's really weird because to be honest, those bushfires were worse than COVID has been down here. You know, I know a lot less people have died and, you know, I recognize that and I, again, don't want to be disrespectful. But in terms of the public consciousness and the effect that COVID has had on us all, compared to the bushfires, the bushfires were worse, man. You know, every day we'd be outside and it'd be smoke, you couldn't breathe. So 
yeah, it's been very weird living in this country and having friends overseas and knowing that it's so much worse over there than it is here. Um, but with regards to the podcast, I think we pretty much did what I anticipated we would do, uh, apart from obviously meeting up and having a live podcast, which would have been amazing. But, uh, you know, sometime yeah. in the future, we could have that, hopefully. <coughs> oh, yeah, no, no, for, for yeah, that's that's definitely that's definitely on the docket uh, for, for, the, for the future. Um, so with that said, um, uh, where, 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 where was it uh, after, and obviously you just laid out in terms of, uh, you know, how saying the bushfires were worse, which, um, you know, in, in some way it makes sense. I can, I can imagine, I can imagine that uh, being a much more uh, uh, consistent issue. Um, and that's just, <laughs> and that's just mad to say, just considering the whole thing's a bit of fucking pandemic, but like, yeah, just, uh, it, ma- it makes sense, I guess. Uh, it makes sense when you say it like that. Um, so, Going through the year, um, you know, as you were obviously like contending uh, with yourself personally and uh, just everything around you as well, uh, I feel like in that way, um, uh, well, I don't want to, I don't want to equate <laughs> my struggles to yours. Uh, yours have been much more probably significant, but like there, there have been times for me personally where it's just like. Um, everything is just like being real garbage right now. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just yeah. like, like it's just like it's just why why are these things happening? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Just uh, the most, it, and it's it's not even like with um, it's not even like with professional work. Like sometimes it has been right, but uh, it's just everything outside. It's just like why is why are people reacting like this? Why are people saying this? Uh, why are people reacting to this thing like this? Uh, yeah. uh, and et cetera, et cetera. Um, as the year's gone on and as the year ends, um, how do you see uh, people uh, outside of your purview um, have, I guess, a... Uh, have have people reacted? I think to everything that has gone on uh, around you, or just you know, just completely outside of everything. Uh, have you felt like people have reacted in a way that was either unsurprising or surprising, or just like uh, a- a- any of any of those two? Like, wh- how did how do you I guess feel about like people uh, around you and everywhere else in terms of just like, obviously Corona, but obviously. Uh, other things as well going on throughout the year yeah there's a lot to that question i think the first part of it yeah, is sorry. the reason. <laughs> no no no, that's fine that's fine i think the first part the reason why the fires felt more intense even though less people died is i think you know a fire is is just such a big uh visual threat you know you can see it you can see everyone going through it. you can smell the smoke and when the fire comes a hundred percent of people are going to die in that fire if it breaks its lines so i think that's why that felt bigger than this and i think you know with regards to how people reacted to coronavirus and covid and everything you know i had this really confronting moment uh quite early on when we had our lockdown and they were allowing people with uh disability services to access supermarkets for an hour in the morning right so i'm on disability in australia because of my mental health condition and so there was one morning I was there and, and you know, people had been stripping the shelves of pasta, of flour, of toilet paper. So it was pretty intense, right? 
So we get to Coles. <laughs> and I'm, yeah, it's crazy, man. Capitalism. Anyway, I'm standing at the front of the line. <laughs> and, you know, so so it's very calm. There's probably five minutes before it's opening. I'm like third in line. I got there really early because I wanted to make sure I got in, got out, got home. So everyone's mm-hmm. calm. You know, older people, people who are disabled. These aren't like, you know, these aren't like, we're not in the SAS. We're, we're struggling. As soon as they began to open the door, everyone started going bonkers, right? Pushing each other, jostling. These are old people, man. They're 80 plus. There are people with physical disabilities in wheelchairs who were getting pushed to the back. I looked inside the store. You could literally see four pallets of toilet paper. So that you're only allowed to buy two each. It would easily have been five each for every single person in that line. They could see that. Right, but they just started ramming each other and going bonkers. And I thought to myself, like, this is really scary. Humans are really struggling with this. Yeah. And the thing that that really struck me was when I first started to get very unwell. I uh, obviously I had no control over it. I didn't know where it was coming from. It was very confusing. I was just in a state of shock and confusion and and very selfish behavior when I was going through what I first went through. Right. I lost most of my friends. Uh, I was just in this kind of bubble where I wasn't listening to anyone. I wasn't doing the things I should be doing. I was just in fight mode, like just confused all the time and scared. And what I've seen Mm. with the people with COVID is they're in that mode, but on a huge scale. Mm. You know, it's like Mm -hmm. the scale where, you know, everyone's just terrified and everyone really, they don't have any control as, as an individual. And they don't recognize mm. that as a collective, we have control because we're all so all over the place uh, personally and individually. And so I think it's been very fascinating to watch the people who have struggled with things out of their control before, I feel have handled this pandemic, in my view anyway, much better. They're mm-hmm. much less prone to conspiracy theories. They're much less prone to wandering around without masks and dis- disobeying health orders and you know skipping off quarantines and... They're much calmer during lockdowns where, you know, they, mm. they understand that there's nothing they can do about this. The people who in my life who haven't struggled with things that have got out of their control have been like, you know, caged rats. They've just sp- run, 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 run around like, what the fuck do we do? Right. How do we handle this? And I don't mm. say that to criticize at all. I say that to say I struggle with that behavior, but I totally understand it because I've gone through it. And it's horrendous, man. And I think a lot of us are going to grow from this. And we might not see that growth uh, in the in the actions of what's happening right now. We might look at these people who are engaging in conspiracy theories and not wanting to take the vaccine and not wanting to wear masks and be like, you guys are, yeah. you guys are fucking it up for the rest of us, man. Like, what the fuck? Why are you <laughs> acting so selfishly? This is ridiculous. But they will grow from yeah. this. I think they will grow from yeah. this. And so that's that's how I've seen the the pandemic play out. Uh, you know, from a more objective level, from a subjective level, whew, it's been hard to, to deal with that behavior, to be honest. Yeah, uh, um, I, you you are much more confident in other people than I am because I just I I, I low key forget um, the the hysteria the people had uh, when lockdown was announced. That's why like, the the hysteria for those like. T- week or two-ish i forget how long it was but just like wow like even people my age right and this is this is before like you know people had the idea that if you're younger you're 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 you know less prone or you'll survive it whatever right it was before that kind of stuff like people even my age were just like 
pegging it to the shops and filling yeah. the trolley as hot as high as possible. Yeah. Like, and, and shout out to my mum, honestly, because like, she's a pharmacist technician, right? So she's, you know, technically a frontline worker at that point, right? And, you know, she, you know, she her pharmacy is in a supermarket, right? It's inside it. Um, so, you know, she sees that shit firsthand. Mm-hmm. And uh, I didn't really, I didn't really know how, like, like a, 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 a pressure, like pressure cooker, I got real pressure cooker vibes the first time I went to a supermarket after or either during lockdown or after lockdown, um, and it was weird. It was so weird. Like people were just like, for some reason, for some reason, looking at me weirdly. Um, <laughs> partly because I was just like walking. <laughs> I was like walking with a normal pace. I was like, let me get this, this, and this. Uh, you know, and I had like music on. I was just jamming. You know, what I mean, <laughs> my vibes were just mad, like just up, and everyone else just seemed so on edge. Yeah. Um, it was, so <laughs> and that was that just made me uh, Loki laugh honestly because I was just like, guys, it's, it's alright, calm down, it's alright. You know, if you just slap your mask on, like keep away, it's all good. Like I'm just weaving across people. I'm not trying to like you know get in anybody's way, whatever. But everyone was just really, oh, really tight, like lemon booty, just just tight. Um, uh, but yeah, no, I, I back to the, back to the point. Um, like the hysteria really just went, just like a that just went, like, and nobody's talking about it anymore. And I was like, guys, yeah, you literally ransacked every supermarket for loo roll, guys. Yeah, like are we not forget are we are we forgetting that so quickly. I, I I I literally until you mentioned it, I was like, roll that did happen, didn't it? Like that really did happen. Like we we really just panic the fuck out um as a, as as individual nations it was just crazy um but yeah man i, I i'm i'm <laughs> I, and with that said i'm very surprised that uh, you have more faith uh, in other people than i do because i just uh, bro like e- even right now like a news uh, i saw an article the other day saying like uh, uh nhs beds are running out again and it's just like there's no there's no there's apathy now it's just <laughs> it's like it's like oh gosh guys can this corona be over now it's like um, it's boring now it's like guys deal with it <laughs> i'm sorry like you know what i mean it's just is what it is like, uh, people's attitudes towards these things really jar me and they really fucking jar me so uh yeah um it's it's, in, it's interesting you say that and uh i wish i had as much faith <laughs> as you um but well, i think i think uh, that's not that's sorry, not to cut yeah, you off, but it. like I think you know, I had this conversation with my friend. Uh, it was probably January, and it was with the fires. Yeah. And you know how we'd raised all, like the whole world had raised money for our fires. You know, we had hundreds of millions of dollars in freaking charity donations, and we were talking about just the end of the world and climate change and all this stuff. And I said to her, "Do you think that uh, humans will come together as they have done for these fires when the next disaster strikes?" Or when the end of the world is imminent, do you think we'll come together and work together? And she said, no, I don't think so. I just don't think humans have a propensity to that. I think as long as it's not affecting them personally, then yes, they'll help out someone else as long as it doesn't impact them too much. But if they have to change their daily lives too much to help the community and the collective, I think they're just going to give up. So, you know, she was right. I think, and I I think she was right for different reasons uh, because I don't think it's going to happen like that the next time and the next time. But again, I could be 100% wrong in that. Let's pray there's no more next time, but I assume there will be not maybe not a pandemic, but some sort of other event. Uh, and let's hope oh, that gosh. people learn from this particular one. But, you know, I, I do feel your, <laughs> your, uh, 
your your I don't know nihilism about it. Like it's been very confronting to watch people <laughs> react in such a selfish way, man. I say, don't say nihilism, but <laughs> that's my favorite word right now. By the way, so I use it. I use uh, it when it's not yeah. contextually correct. So yeah, fair enough. It's yeah. just one of okay. those words. No, that's fine. That's fine. That's fine. Um, uh, let's change subject. Um, obviously, uh, we're a music hip hop podcast. So, um, how have you put simply? Um, how have you? Uh, judged, I guess, uh, this whole year of releases. Um, you know, in the context of everything else, if you like. Um, but just, uh, and also just what you expected beforehand, and then hmm. what did you what did you feel? Do you feel like you've gotten some good stuff this year? Like how how would you how would you weigh it in terms of your uh, personal listening uh, habits? Yeah, I mean, obviously, you and I both listen widely, so we're always going to find good stuff every year. But I think. A lot of artists have missed yeah. the boat this year because 2018 was so massive, right? And then 2019 was like an overcorrection. You know, a few, a, a lot of people didn't drop because so much had gone on. 28. If you go back over, 2018 is going to go down as one of the all times. If you go back over the the releases that dropped that year, stacked, 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 stacked everywhere. I said that about last year. I mean, your last year yeah. was great, but I'm talking about, I guess, the mainstream, you know, like the really big ticket. Yeah, I know, you know, I know. Yeah, Hove, you get Drake, yeah, you get yeah. everyone, Tempo. man. Even Kendrick yeah. with Black Panther came out, and Kendrick was like 47% of the yeah. lyrics on that album came from Kendrick. So um, yeah. I think with uh, this year, I understand entirely. I think personally, like, for example, TDE, I, th- I genuinely feel like they were going to do some giant tour a giant joint tour that they would have announced and they would have all dropped and locked the year down and then toured into 2021 and it would have I just mean, been... I mean, they did do the championship thingy. What was that? Uh, the championship uh, tour. Like They did that, like uh, I think, 2019 or 2018. I know, I know it, like, they oh, had they? all of the roster there yeah. like, going across America and I was just like, yeah, bro. Oh, I was so jealous about it. I was like, bro, please come to the UK, please. <laughs> I'll pay anything. <laughs> all right. Uh, but yeah, I yeah. feel like uh, I feel I see like they would have all Karen. lined their ducks up. I think they would have had all their ducks lined up, and they would have dropped it. But the, the thing, so you know that that didn't happen. We can speculate forever about who would have dropped. But I think a lot of artists really missed the trick this year, where we saw artists like Uzi just kind of muscle his way back into the conversation and just become ubiquitous this year just because there was not a lot of other stuff dropping, you know? Like, sure, Eminem dropped really early, Mac dropped, but these were January albums. This was pre-COVID. Like, this was before we really knew what the effect of COVID would be like. So these massive artists dropped, and then there was just radio silence from so many places, and I really do feel like artists Mm -hmm. miss... Mainstream artists, mainstream artists, I don't mean anyone else, but they really miss the opportunity of... Like leading the conversation this year, like really just getting out in front of it and being like, you know what, I don't really need to make that much money off touring, or I have the confidence that in 12 months, 18 months' time, the extra fans that I gained right now, because there's no one out here and I'm just Mm. out here gathering up all the stragglers, will stay with me Mm. because my music is that good. Now, I don't think that Uzi's going to be able to do that because I don't think Eternal Eternal Atake was that great. I don't think. I think it was good, but like it was nothing like mind bending and and genre changing or anything, which I kind of expected from him, you know. So I, I just think it was in the mainstream a little bit disappointing, but at the same time, 
I don't live my life in the mainstream. Uh, there were less albums that I got super excited about before they dropped. Uh, you know, obviously every year when you hear about your favorite artist coming out with a new project, J Electronic mm. is an ex- uh, a what's the right word um, exception Anomaly. to that because. <laughs> Bench, Charlie would know, man, right? Like, I went bonkers. I remember where I was. It was at MacArthur Square, and, like, the, the album dropped. And, or No, it was announced. It, was, it wasn't even dropped. It was just announced, and I'm leaving Charlie's wild voice message. Like, what if this is the greatest thing ever made? This could be the greatest human creation ever. I was so gassed, so gassed. And you know what? It's actually become one of my most listened to albums this year. So oh, I guess for, for people like... Yeah, for people like us, um, I mean, how are we, unless there's no one dropping, we're never going to, I discovered Chain Noir this year. Like, come on, man. Oh, gosh. Like, the discoveries what? this year. Oh, my Bro, gosh. how are we ever going to have a bad year, you and I? How is anyone who, like, Impossible. you know, look at the release calendar I put out every week. There's fucking so much music coming out all the time. It's just really going to be hard for anyone who's tapped in to have a bad year, I feel. Oh yeah, no, honestly, like, like Shane Noir, Juni, uh, Juni, Nappy Junie High, this, my boy Nappy this High. year was Juni this year. Yeah, Juni's this year, bro. Oh my gosh, man! Far yeah, out. man. Yeah, she's, man. Like, she's incredible. Yeah, man. Like, oh, it's, uh, so, so, so many discoveries I've had this year. Like Voodoo Black, shout out to them. Uh, fucking. Uh, I don't know, but yeah, it's just so. Charlie just discovered. So many Charlie discovered WAP this year. He was like, "What's WAP? When I was with you, what? What are you talking?" Nah, that's not fair because Charlie's been on Megan the Stallion for years. Charlie's last year. He was uh, like, yeah, according oh, to Spotify, I'm a day one. <laughs> yeah, well, you said that fever made you feel like a bad bitch. So. Oh, it did, bro. It did, bro. Bro, if I, you pop on Reeler, I'm banging that. <laughs> I'm banging that. The Charlie was eating this moving. year, no pun. No pun. I keep it real in the real. Fuck how you feel. I'm getting buddy, moved. No, no, no. We don't do that. We don't do that. We don't do body. We don't do body. Ah, man. That's a sleep for that one. That's a horrible track. It's so annoying. It's irritating. It's like, oh, gosh, horrible. Anyway, but... Yeah, man, the discoveries have been so good this year. So, so many cool discoveries and so many like throwback artists coming through. You know what I mean? Like that one week where I, well, I don't know about you, but like we had, um, we had Public Enemy, Paris, Arrested Development on one fucking day. Nah, I was that so, was that was wild, one of the man. best fucking weeks. Oh, Chain Lingo, one of the best uh, discoveries this year. Uh, Black Thought finally coming out with another one. Like, that was bro, a great and album, man. He, and he's forming a super group with some other people. I don't know if you saw that. Oh, I didn't um, see that. Yeah, I forgot. I forgot the names, but like their names, like proper names. Um, man, it's been it's been so it's been such a good year for music for me personally. I, I've 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 thoroughly enjoyed it. But I did say to you, I was I was saying off wax, like doing my album list was like oddly hard, like harder than usual. And I've kind of come to the conclusion in a more positive light. Uh, I've come to the conclusion that like while it's not top heavy like 2019 was for me because like 2019 like the top five there like maybe six are just like i will i will take those to my grave like yeah all kind of albums i they were so great they were so great um this year while while i haven't heard an album like of that caliber i feel like there have been so many just consistently boss albums that just have their worth in some way and honestly i struggled i, I was i was struggling i'm i'm 
<laughs> even as I, I've, I've nearly finished. I've, I'm, I've just like started it. I've, I've only gotten through the first few, but, bro, I was like listening to, I was listening to stuff like a couple of days ago. Just then, I was just like, oh, fuck, I need to throw this in somewhere. I need to take something out. I don't know what, but yeah, man, it's, it's, it's still, it was still so fluid. Like literally a couple of days ago, it's crazy. But, uh, um, moving on from uh, that and uh, getting more, I guess, uh, um in the overall sense uh moving on to next year what do you um uh, i guess what do you see for you know uh yourself again uh what do you see for uh do you, do you think we're gonna have a 2018 kind of drop season uh seems probably seems like it considering of how many people have clearly just held out uh, and kind of waited the uh deadness of this year for obvious reasons uh, what do you? What does Ben foresee? What does uh, Benny Damas uh, see in uh, in 2021 for himself? And I will say, I will preface this uh, with the fact that everyone else that have answered this uh, <laughs> have answered this very uh, with <laughs> uh, with what I like to call uh, cautious optimism. <laughs> All right, cautious so people optimism. have loved being optimistic, but they have just like been either super blunt and not specific at all, and have just like kept it. St- good stuff will happen. <laughs> so, I want to see. I want to preface that and uh, see see where you go with uh, how you see the next year going for yourself and ev- and everywhere else personally. Yeah, I think personally, I'm probably going to take a pretty big step back from hip hop numbers. I think that um, I'm still going to do it in the background. I'm still going to engage with it, and if something comes out that I really want to analyze, I think the biggest uh, pointer to that to me for me was uh, Man on the Moon three, which I have listened to so many times, but I just have no energy or motivation to analyze. You know, I started analyzing it, and I really think it's worthy of an analysis. I just couldn't be bothered. So I'm actually writing a book at the moment. I've written the first two chapters and given it to people who are very critical and they've actually been very positive, which is amazing. So I think I'm going to focus on that. Uh, I also just want to say personally, like they always say what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. And I think that's true for the first like 500 times, but the next 500 (laughs) is not the fucking case, man. This shit bangs you down and knocks you on the head and it takes you forever to get back up. So I think it's going to take me many, many, many months to get over this, like this year and not just with COVID. I mean, like personally, uh, it's just, it's been a lot. So I, I don't foresee 2021 being a massive year for me. I think it's going to be a year of trying to stay stable as possible, trying to reduce uh, my reliance on medication. Musically, I genuinely just think everyone's just going to push back a year. And the thing that I'm struggling with is, you know, that's another reason why I think a lot of artists missed the trick in 2020 because, you know, you're going to have to be rewriting shit. You're going to have to be going back in and re-recording shit and, and crossing stuff out because things become, you know, everything's moving so quickly now regards to the world if you're gonna if you want to be a relevant rapper and you want to rap about what's going on in the world right now or sing about it or whatever you know it's changing week to week so for an artist like kendrick i really do struggle to see how he could have put an album in the bank in january 2020 and then drop it 18 months later unchanged i don't see how that's possible you know i think for an artist like drake i think it's okay because i really don't think he's going to be speaking so much on the issues of today i think he's going to be speaking on his personal life and personal stories and maybe some historical stuff uh that he's gone through so i think that's going to be fine but i think 
for you know maybe as Irish Shatter even like it's clear like he's going mm-hmm. through a personal journey right now where he's overcoming addiction and beginning to work out what his life looks like within that specter and that realm I think it's going to be changing daily and and it wasn't that long ago was it like it was last year wasn't it that he said that the album was done I, f- I yeah. swear it was like yeah, August last or summer. something bro yeah, come last on summer. man like it's you know so I think what most labels and what most artists are going to try and do is push back 18 months and then drop when things can people can tour again because the money still 2020 proves to us that the money still rules the business man because if they're you know i get this billboard bulletin all the time because i'm signed up to their little program and the it's just constant talk about how much touring revenue how people are trying to diversify revenue streams they haven't worked it out yet is the 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 bottom line they have not figured out how to monetize in this pandemic and so they're all i feel like holding out hope for the vaccine when the vaccine starts kicking in and immunity starts building up then they can get back out on the live scene and then we'll start getting these drops but i would be fascinated to know how much uh, carryover content there is from when these albums were first submitted to when they're finally released because you know I mean we listened to like when Lil Wayne put out the Carter 5 and you could tell the songs that were released were recorded like 2012, 2013, 2014 you could just tell mm-hmm. I'm not saying that they were mm-hmm. worse but like <laughs> they, they kind of didn't hit that great when you know it's 2018 it's a different time sure. so Sure. It'll be interesting to see what happens with that. You know, I, I'll be interested to see, like, especially listening to a Kendrick album or a Cole album. You know, okay. Like, like is Cole going to go and re-record his stuff about Pump? He's going to have to, right? <laughs> he has to. He has yeah. to atone for these L's that he's taken in the way. I mean, we talk about that. We could have talked about the L's that people took this year. But uh, we'll finish it there. Um, I personally just hope that... Um, uh, we are good for August because for some reason I bought festival tickets for August and uh, please don't make me, uh, guys, guys, society in uh, in general, please don't make me regret copying festival tickets. Okay, thank you. Thank you, Ben. All right. Uh, by, the, by the time this episode drops, Celsius will be on 31st, so have a happy new year and all that stuff. Obviously, we got recorded in the next couple of days. Uh, yeah. But yeah, just for the show, have a happy new year. See you on the other side, brother. All right, see ya. Wonderful. And we move on straight to... Same 12 notes, and we are here uh, with my boy Cyan. Cyan, what's going on, sir? What's good? Howdy, howdy. Um, it's been... <laughs> I'm just going to get the... the um, Very British style. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to talk about the weather. I'm not going to ask... to the Yeehaw crowd here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We have to. We have to. Um, I'm good. I'm good. It's been a, a weird final sprint at the end of this year mm-hmm. uh, I don't know how I feel about it yet but I guess that's because we're still in it sure uh, I'll wait for hindsight to, to let me know <laughs> <laughs> I feel you on that actually because like this past like month and a bit has like I know what's I know what I need to do and I know what I have like I know like what's slated for myself right but 
I still need to do it all <laughs> <laughs> yeah. to consider to, to consider to consider this year a success or not. You know what I'm saying? It's like everything <laughs> rides on this on these next two weeks. I'm just like, why why is it like that for me? But, <laughs> I don't know, bro. I don't know. But um, I wanted to ask, like, for this, just for the start of this, like, yeah. Um, and we'll, and we'll, you know, we'll we'll go from we'll dip in in and out from personal to you know the podcast stuff as well. Um, however you feel, but um, when did we <laughs> think back <laughs> all the way to 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 January twenty twenty? All right. Um, what what were you actually like personally for yourself, and then I guess for the podcast as well? Um, what were you setting for yourself? I, I don't know if you're a goal setter because I'm I'm not really that. I'm not tight when it comes to goals. Like, yeah. I'm not like I need to do this by this time. Like I'm just like <laughs> if it stays in my head, it's worth doing. You know what I mean? But that's that's uh, my 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 ideals of goals are very uh, archaic. So. At the beginning of the year, what did you like think this year was going to be? Oh, that's. <laughs> <laughs> I feel so naive thinking that now. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah. What's, what was the naivete of, uh, of um, January 2020 sign? So, at the beginning of this year, I thought, okay, we're going into. So, I'll... how do I split this? How do I dice this up? General, like music wise, music wise, I thought we're potentially going into a big release year. So, like, okay. I'm trying to think back to what I thought now without applying any of the year's spread of shit sure. across it. Sure. Um, yeah. yeah, so I was going into the year going, this might be a big release year. We might get, right. it's been, what, four years since Kendrick. It's been a couple years since Cole. Like, are we going to have... Is 2020 going to be one of those years that mm. is, like, the landmark of releases mm. that we can look mm-hmm. back at 2020 the way we did, the 2016, the 2015, 2013? Are we going to look back at it like one of those years where, oh, there was that summer, that cluster of songs, that cluster of albums. So, sure, yeah, sure. I was optimistic. Right. My brain and theories of people who probably spoke to me at the time would have heard my my kind of boardroom pitch of gonna get Kendrick in spring. I don't know who oh. I was expecting in summer. Oh. I know. Uh, <laughs> oh. I know. Oh. We're gonna get like a a call maybe at the end of summer. Cause I always feel like call well kind of following the history of the December um, I thought maybe we're gonna get call at the other end because it's a gap enough. It's a gap long enough for Kendrick to maybe have owned the summer while we were leading up to call. And then, yeah, little things. I was like, okay, this. I feel like this lines up. TDE and Punch were were appearing in more places when they starts to be a bit more active on socials. You you start to. Uh-huh. See Zachary in the studio more. So like little little tidbits that the internet was giving us um, were out there. So yeah, music wise, I was very optimistic. Sure. Um. Podcast wise, I guess it's the same for podcast. I for same twelve, I was ex 
not expecting, but I was gearing towards fine tuning. We spoke about creating additional shows, which I guess this will be once it's presented to same twelve notes listenership. Um, it will be presented in not the kind of the standard. This is episode X Y Z of same twelve, but same twelve uh-huh. umbrella. So yeah, I, I we had the early conversation and ideas of the same twelve umbrella just to allow us all to explore the different things that we wanted to explore without having to paint them with the the same twelve tone, I guess. So yeah, that was the that was podcast, and then I, I guess that was it. I was very optimistic. <laughs> I think I think we all were because I remember because I remember like um, doing this special um, last year and you know it was the, it was the it was the one time where I wanted to just like because um, you know I'm I'm personally very reflective in this at this time of year yeah um, yeah and last year I just wanted to have a flavor of that and obviously the same with this year but like. This year's come across as such a um, whirlwind of things happening and like a lot of um, a lot of change, but not in but in the same in the same way, not a lot of change. If that makes any sense. Yes. Um. So, like you know, this 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 room that you see me in right now has been basically like where I have been for the, for the, for for a majority of. <laughs> Uh, time since you know since March, right? But even with that said, a lot of things have happened where it's just like, um, it's kind of fascinating and I guess kind of cool in some way to see how um things have evolved in this short amount of time. Yes, and watching people, uh, you know. Uh, in in some ways evolve, but in a more clearer way, just adapt to the situation. Um, so I wonder for for you personally, do do you think that you adapted to everything as well as uh, you? Well, in in hindsight, do you think you have <laughs> adapted in the way you, you uh, in a way that is a uh, I guess productive or just any positive in yeah. any way? Um, yeah, but it's. Part of a lot of this year felt like those adrenaline boost moments of need uh, Fast and Furious movies. So <laughs> hit the nost. Yeah, it felt like there are points in this movie where right, right, of twenty twenty where it's like, okay, my foot's down. I'm definitely going fast. There's definitely a lot happening. Um, sure, sure, sure. Which again, positively, it kept me very active and very alert. There were lots of things that were happening at short, almost instant notice that it felt like you, you had no option but to steer into or steer away from. So I guess like it this year did a lot of removing of thinking time for me, which I look uh-huh. at as a positive. That instead of sitting and stewing on an idea because you're comfortable and you're otherwise at a cruising speed, cruise control is on. I thought, I'm we're going at insane speeds right now, and if I don't steer steer this, it's going to steer itself. 
and that might mean like things end, things begin, things change. So yeah, so it made me very proactive in that sense. And again, it's like I I speak in analogies, which sometimes annoys me, but it helps. It's like the idea of like no one's ever, mm-hmm. no one's really aware that they're sat on a when they're sat on a plane that they're going at four hundred and fifty miles an hour. But sometimes you you take that step back and you go, wait, I just we just did three thousand miles in X amount of hours. Maybe there's a hell of a lot of speed behind this. So yeah, it feels sure. like this year has been one of those. Oh, we're we're traveling fast, fast. Um. That's, a, that's a good. That's that's good. I actually like that. I actually, I actually couldn't think like uh, didn't think of it like that. It's kind of interesting because yeah. a lot of people, you know, around the time that lockdown finished, for the first time anyway, um, people saw it as like, uh, um, I'm I'm more busy than I usually was. Yeah, but I'm, but <laughs> but, I'm, but you know they're inside most of the time, so it's it's kind of interesting thinking about that and that and you know, while you may not like speaking in analogies, I think that's a I feel like that's a really good one to just um encapsulate everything actually i kind of kind of like that because you know i don't i mean i, I haven't been on a plane to, <laughs> in like 10 years but <laughs> like you know it's it is it is like that where you know you are you're you're going you're going so fast and you can't exactly uh stop all the time and um you know you, you you're talking about holding the basically trying to hold the will and being proactive in that sense and um you know a lot of people let jesus take the wheel on that front you know what i mean they just <laughs> they just they just cross their arms and just uh see where the whip goes but very true um but yeah so it's it's kind of um it's 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 always um i i, I feel that anyway that i have to um always take account of like where everything's at like for me personally, and I'll probably talk about this in my in my segment, but um, something I was thinking about as I am currently writing my end of year list is that I haven't written I haven't written on the site since March. Like <laughs> I, I ain't done nothing. Like I, it's it it looks horrible. Like just seeing that, just seeing the fact that I haven't touched the 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 blog in like it, since March. Yeah, and it it, it kind of makes sense. It ma- it makes sense for me because it's just like for if I wanted to rant, I'd go on what's good or ding did it right. I have I have the platform for that right now, and yeah. I'd rather talk. I'd rather talk stuff out now than write yeah. stuff out. Um, that's just how it's gone for me personally. I'm, I'm not really a I'm not really a diary person. I don't write that. I don't write down stuff. Um, even if it's like ideas or anything, I usually just like maybe write a note, but apart from that, I just let everything else stew in my head and whatever happens, happens. But it is, um, it is interesting just like seeing how much has actually like, um, changed and you kind of, I don't, I don't know if you feel like this, but I kind of wonder, um, what would have, uh, what wouldn't have actually even happened whether it be negative or positive yeah uh if if lockdown and corona and everything like that didn't happen and uh you know i like to i like i really like to think in that sense of like you know what would have happened yeah (laughs) the what ifs you you know i mean there's 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 no point i'll let i'll let marvel do that that show that they're doing you know i mean do do you bruv do you uh yeah (laughs) but but, yeah it's 
the Cook, <laughs> yeah what you, what you said about like talking things through instead of typing it that yeah that hit home with me because it felt like this year gave me no time to even do that that it felt like again that speed okay. that speed that we're traveling at it's you get more words out by talking so that forced me or kind of geared me towards going as much as I want to go back to writing and being clever clever with my words and prose in that sense, which, again, I, we spoke about that very early on, mm-hmm. as much as I wanted to go back to that, that I, I right now I can't look away from what's in front of me Ooh, for yes. fear. Yes. Yeah, like there's, there yeah. is so much heads up that like if I look down to... And it just felt like a different pace. Writing feels like a pace that just didn't sit into this year so far, Ooh. or this year that yeah. we've had. Yeah. Mm. So yeah. Um, pros for me is it made me set all of this up. So yeah, thinking back, if this year didn't happen, I wouldn't have created this tiny, tiny capsule of an environment I'm in right now. So I could capture all of the speaking, all of the conversation and all of the words that I wanted to speak. Yeah. Because I otherwise would have been comfortable enough to write it. And then if I wanted to speak, it was a really separate thing. That was the same 12 notes trio that meet once, twice a week, that have two, three hours in a week to compose and kind of create that one hour, two hour show. And even now thinking thinking ahead one week feels like a privilege. <laughs> <laughs> right. like thinking to plan ahead right. next Wednesday feels like ah, ooh, the world might speak for us. <laughs> <laughs> no, that ma- that makes complete sense. Um that has actually been something I was thinking about recently, just thinking about like um I usually look back a lot at this point in the year, but I can't yeah. help but look forward. Like there, there, mm-hmm. there's always there's always one eye looking forward and one eye looking back if if you want that imagery. Um Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that'll just look weird, just like uh, it's half undertaker. Like, uh. Um <laughs> but, but like yeah, I, I don't I don't know what it is. And honestly, I think it's um I actually wrote something a couple of years ago. I forgot what year it was. It may have been I think it was 2018. After uh, at the end of 2018 because at that point I graduated um university and I was thinking at that point I was like cautiously optimistic about everything. Um yeah. Just about, you know, general future stuff personally and, you know, uh, and out and externally. <laughs> And I kind of have that same feeling right now where it's just like, personally, things are going okay as they can be, I think. Like, I mean, it's just, it's just how I feel about that. I feel okay with everything. And everything's moving pretty smoothly considering the circumstances. Um, but I can't, you, you can't go through this year and not be cautious of anything. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be cautious of actually every single thing in, like going on right now. You know, just like everything. You can't. You you can't go. You can't go into anything now with like complete confidence and just diving headfirst into shit. 
Otherwise, mm-hmm. I think you're just a bit delusional, to be completely honest with you. Like, uh, yeah. it's, 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 it's like how I feel there about... There was a time um, it was brave, and now that doesn't yeah, sound yeah, like exactly. a brave thing to yeah, do. Yeah, 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 yeah. Before you were just plucky. Yeah. No, <laughs> <laughs> that is the word. Now word. you're just fucking dippy, I'm not going to lie. It's just like, mm, <laughs> just take a moment, bro. Like, you're, you're worrying me with your optimism. Like, yeah. <laughs> And that might be my phrase for this year. Your, your optimism your sus to me, my guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, like, but uh, yeah, but I, I just, I don't know. You just, you, I just feel like that's a necessity now. Like you can, uh, with the year such as this, you can't. Um, sure, sure, you may. Sure, you at some point you're gonna have to jump into things and like you know and and, and dive headfirst into things. But fuck me, if I ain't gonna think about it a few times. Uh, for for a minute, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, people will jump still, but like, um, I, I I just have to I just have to think about it a few just for a moment just for a moment longer, um, but uh, yeah, it's kind of interesting. Um, you mentioned earlier, um, obviously about what you thought was going to happen in music wise. Mm. Um, now that most things have gone past um, and most things that we feel like <laughs> should have happened are most likely just going to um, transfer into the new year. Um, yeah. How have you felt about just like the overall um, landscape of releases and how people have, again, adapted to everything? How, 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 have, you, how have you felt yeah. about that as a, as a, as a music resident? I think... There's the been there's been a, a really distinct like segmentations for me again, which it happens every now and then. Usually, it's a response to like a a, a shift in the culture, a shift in the genre, um, or shift in genres. Um, right. Especially when again you we saw like drill and when we saw like those moments, we can look back to like Chicago drill was it felt really like. Hip hop and rap felt really unsteady on its feet when drill kind of pushed through the surface, right. and then it kind of it cleared a space in the crowd and it became a very concrete part of the culture and changed the rest of the culture uh, around it. At the time, I remember being like, "Okay, this there's a before this moment and then after this moment." Now it feels like the split happening has been like. We've had people who steered into it, and we've had the really topical music and the really topical moments. But then, because everything still feels so so uncertain, I, I have that huge fear that this year is, as it always happens with sometimes some like shift changes that are linked to like a time or an event, something that is it going to look really dated once we're on the other side of it? Like, it was great because, again, that's just a huge assumption because there were so many different things happening that shifted the culture. So we had everything from, again, American politics will steer hip-hop culture so much. We had lockdowns galore, all the different versions and iterations of it. We've had... um, the 2020 civil rights movement we've had like all of these on their own have caused things and then sometimes there's been 
like creepy crossovers. There'd be different mergers of worlds. And I'm thinking, some of it, like, great moment in time. Toby Nguigwe, would he have hit as much if 2020 civil rights wasn't so prevalent this year? Sure. I go, maybe not as, as widespread, but that, that that's not speaking bad on the production. That's just like, what what was the world receiving at the time? Sure. Um, so it feels like, as much as I love his music and I love everything, I go, would it have hit as hit home as much for me if home was otherwise really comfortable? <laughs> if, yeah, if the rest of the world is really comfortable, people who speak on that message always seem outside of, outside of the norm. Right. So, like, there was that moment for me. Lockdown for me was a little bit more black and white because am I going to go back and listen to people rap about being in the house all of the time or, like, the impl- implications of lockdown? I'm probably not going to want to listen to that when I can finally go outside. And then, like, the in-between has felt really difficult because there have been some albums that have been, like irreplaceable for me this year that have been a complete escape. So I feel like some people like found that, I don't know how they did it because I can't explain any type of similarities, but some musicians somehow in what they released and created found that really fine golden thread and they've produced something that I've been able to really love and fall in love with and have give time to without it per- like being specifically tied to any of those things. So like, I look back and it feels like I look back at this year and though we had quite a lot at times, my brain is only like, nah, only four or five of these things this year are above the canopy. Everything else is just lockdown fog. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's interesting. Um <laughs> lockdown fog. I mean yeah. While the, while there have been like some uh works that were clearly like, you know, uh, done at home or whatever and you know, that's just that's just the vibe they were going for, right? Mm. Like uh, the one I the one I always think about um, is uh, Sims's uh, Drop Six, and um, yeah, the reason why is because like as a huge fan of Little Sims as I am, um, mm-hmm. and as someone that has listened to a previous work, um, that that and this is and this this is in no um, you know, this is no shot, but it, it sounds like she did it in her bedroom, right? And uh, <laughs> yeah. that's what it is. That uh, is what it is, right? It, it just sounds yeah. like she was in a room um, on her own. She was just, like, shooting off streams of thought. Um, and there are a few others that have that have the same vibe to it. And uh, yeah. I agree with you in some way that, like, um, would I be listening to it two years from now when we're all when we all have the vaccine and uh and all the and all the 
documentaries about Corona comes through, um, you know, <laughs> prime time, everything. Um, probably not, right? But in the same in 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 that same uh, spectrum, um, you know, Rolling Stone made the said that you know they did their, they re upped their five hundred greatest album list, which I still, mm. which which is something I've actually realised in the past few few weeks is just like why 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 do why do that like it's they always come out rubbish right but with that said um you know they they had marvin Gaye's what's going on as a number one right and Mm -hmm. i'm completely fine with that because listening to that now even though it dropped in where (laughs) fucking Half half a century ago, nearly. Yeah. Um, you know, I mean, just like over half a century. I forget. I forget how long it was. Uh, you know, it's a long time ago. But that still, she yeah. still hits. Like it, it's just, it still hits. Um. So you know, and I guess that's kind of like the window that you know uh, that we see some things where it's just like, um, where it's in the moment, and it can be very specific to something. And, uh, you know, in that case, you can just class it as um, a time capsule of of some sorts. The same way, the same way how I listen to, um, you know, I've I've been listening to Jay-Z for the uh, DITD retrospectives and, whoo, that shit was so 2000 sometimes. It was, (laughs) it was, it was excruciating, right? Like some of those beats were just... Fuck! Like, oh my gosh, this is so too Fat Farm needed to be present, listening to some of it. I I tried it recently, and I I did stop. <laughs> ah, oh shit! It was so two thousand. It just made me. It just made me cringe sometimes, right? It's just, I mean, it is what it is. It's 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 that time. Yeah. They, you know, you can't you can't think that head. Like sometimes you just can't be. You just can't create shit that is future forward like, and that's fine that is, yeah. it is what it is some shit is dated some eras were not built for, for some that. eras <laughs> were not built for longevity <laughs> ATV's synth rock does not slap ladies and gentlemen anymore okay I am not listening to Van Halen's jump R.I.P. to the homie right no, I, I'm not I'm not I'm just not I'm, I'm just when, as soon as I hear that doop, doop, no it's not happening it's good yeah. So you know, but it's 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 off the time. It's off the time. It's fine. It's yeah. fine. Not everything can be timeless, like what's going on, right? And that, I think that's kind of um, the realization I've come to um, for a lot of things that have happened this year. It's just like you either think of it as something that is um, timeless in just a just just a sense that we're going to be constantly thinking about it and it's going to add on to conversations that have already been going on but then you also yeah. can think of it and we're going to think of lockdown as just like you know that's just going to be bro lockdown in 10 years right just th- thinking about lockdown 10 years time is just going to be um it's just going to be encapsulated in memes that we're just going to share as 30 yeah. somethings and it's got like, bro, do you remember lockdown? Yeah, fuck, bro, bro, yeah. like just boarding the me- house memes. <laughs> <laughs> bro, do you remember when like Munya Chihuahua did that fucking vid with Lady Leisha, oh. bro? Like, oh my gosh, like, <laughs> yeah, you know I mean, that's that's all that's all it's gonna be. We're just gonna be reminiscing yeah. about that for like in ten years time, and like our youths would be like, what the fuck are you talking about? It's just like, bro, you ain't heard that unknown P track. Fuck, let me let me. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? So 
yeah man that's that's kind of that's, that's kind of what i gleaned from what you were saying but uh, yeah, it's, yeah it is an interesting uh, way of thinking about it but um we have reached half an hour but um i'll just uh want to finish off on i guess like uh on, on one more thing uh and we can continue if you want for the for the uh, if you want to do anything but um i guess uh looking at what we've talked about so far well what we've talked yeah. about and you know everything that's gone on um how long do you actually think it will take for us to actually be um in a place that is i i'm trying not to say the word normal because in, <laughs> some, in a lot you can of put ways, it in inverted commas sure it quote unquote normal <laughs> right because in in a lot of ways there are a lot of shit that has been unearthed in the past year that I just, I I just want gone. Um, there are a lot of things that have been unearthed recently that I have learned personally that I want amplified, um, mm-hmm. and you know, and, and uh, that doesn't co- and sometimes that amplification, that stuff that needs amplification, doesn't uh, doesn't fit in what a lot of people call quote unquote normal life. So yeah. As a as a as a very <laughs> as a very uh, uh, handcuffy question, um, <laughs> what's the one thing, um, whether it be music and uh, mm. whether it, anything personally, the podcasting, societally, politically, whatever, um, what's the one thing that you feels like needs amplifying um, for for next year and the and the years to come. So it's going to seem really superficial, but hopefully it will make sense. Sure. <laughs> so, not again, it's going to feel like I'm deviating too. Have you seen the hilarious joke on Twitter that on 21st of December, all black people will get superpowers? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> A group chat's popping off about it right now, bro. Yeah, <laughs> literally. So. so, for me, take that and take the effect that Clubhouse has had on the culture, because that's a whole other thing. (laughs) Those two things, for me, have shown that as dark as the world gets, to literally us having a global counter on the number of deaths something is causing, like, we're we're, right now, we're in supervillain territory. If this was a movie, we're in the bit where the supervillain's plan appears to be coming to fruition. Right. Uh, <laughs> sure, sure. We're in a world where that's happening. Um, civil uprisings are happening all over the world at the same time, simultaneously. And what was originally a tiny little bubble of like people in the fintech... Uh, uh, not fintech. People in the tech industry, like... Silicon Valley tech industry came up with what probably felt like a relatively topical idea of allowing people to chat in open hall, chat in open rooms continuously. Um, again, probably felt very topical as a response to the Zoom, Google Meets, or that the era that we're in, as that's the new socialising. Someone thought of that, and then you take a culture that is. Like, it's threaded in our DNA to create humour 
because we live off the endorphins that we get. Like it's it's our culture to go. However bad it is, we know that it's built in our thread that we can say something, do something, or spark even a tiny joke that will give us that little mental injection of positive. That whatever is going on, we can be like, yo, I'm going to be able to levitate on 21st of December. (laughs) (laughs) Like, our culture has got that built in. So for me, like, amplifying, like, that in itself has been a huge thing for me. That as dark as it gets, I press a button on an app, and for one, I'm connected to people who I never thought I'd be connected to. Like, an instance I was sat in a room listening to Ninth Wonder talk about production, which for me is just insane, because that's stuff that you dream about or you spend months trying to research and find out, hoping someone else has asked those questions. Mm-hmm. The fact that I was close enough to virtually raise my hand in that room and ask what I wanted to ask. Mm-hmm. And for me, that's been amazing. And then the flip side of of that, which is still, I guess, a positive, is the ability to apply that that humor and that kind of it's it's not self-deprecation but it's it's on it's on that path that we're very good at taking taking the sting away because a lot of this is out of our control but a lot of the coping for me has come from just the hilarious small instances munya he's been hilarious for for years yeah he's been very funny yeah. He's funny. He's been funny to the culture for a, for quite a while. Yeah. And just because it's topical to the rest of the world is why he's appearing on the news channels now. But again, people scroll back in his Instagram. He's been doing this before March. <laughs> yeah. Um so for me it's like the, those little moments uh, they're getting the amplification now because it's almost topical that like Twitter has now become black culture. I guess there are other parts of Twitter, but Twitter is weirdly referred to the same way Clubhouse is. That there's hallways that exist, no one goes there, but otherwise, we crack jokes on this side. Um, yeah, so for me, it's like that positivity that I wake up, and though I'm exposed to the death counters, the, the impending doom that media likes to send out, or kind of the, the things you should consider now, uh, the continuously adding to those lists for us day to day, I know that like it might be topical, it might be to do with what's happening, or it might be completely fantastical that, again, on 21st of December, I might be the human torch. <laughs> I find it just hilarious. And the fact that it's taken over the entire world, which for me, again, is the power of that, that connected culture. Ah. <laughs> oh. I, I, I just um and this is again the cautious optimism bit. Um, but it's it's funny everyone says like human torch, teleportation, <laughs> super strength, all the fun shit. But there's gonna not every, not everyone can be kings, bruv. Like some some people are just but we going can. to just some people are just going to get unusually long fingernails, something like that. You know? <laughs> My question was that I posed to Twitter and to Instagram, because it's, it's appearing everywhere, was, is there, like, a form that we get, like, a 24-hour... Is it, like, American voting, where, like, the doors open at a certain time and you have to go queue, tick a box? I had so many hilarious questions. And I love that 
a world of strangers have just indulged and engaged in the questions. <laughs> I've had so many people from all over the world just responding to the comment that I'll drop on an Instagram post. Um, and it's, I find it so endearing. <laughs> but, yo, if anyone gets the long fingernails, I want to sit down with them. <laughs> oh, all right. So it's been a pleasure. I will see you Always. on the other side with your human torch powers. Um, and... I will. It's actually a really inconvenient power, but yeah, exactly. hey, we live. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody will be ever able to hug you ever again. <laughs> Is it like Rogue from X-Men? See, yeah, there bro. are questions. We have questions. <laughs> you, your base temperature is just going to be 200. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Like, sounds great. Everyone watch Chronicle. Doesn't end that well. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. Oh my gosh. And with that, we move on to. What's good? And, uh, yeah, guys. This one's just me, obviously. What's good with Charlie Taylor? And, um, yeah, uh,. I, I've I have no idea how I'm going to uh, frame this. I really I really can't. I've, re- I've really gone into this recording, um, not thinking uh, about what I'm going to say, so to speak. And uh, you know, obviously, I have a skeletal uh, knowing of what I want to talk about, but not really anything in specifics. Um, you know, I around the, usually around this time, around December time, November time. I usually get very reflective as a, you know, just in general, I, I always look back at like, you know, everything that's happened over the year, um, but for this year in particular, I feel odd because I'm not as reflective as I usually am. Now, um, I've kind of equated that to, you know, how, uh, Maybe not personally. I mean, personally, I've probably had pound for pound a, a decent year um, compared to a lot of other people. I, you know, I'm fully, uh, I'm fully uh, uh, cognizant of that. Um, you know, not much really changed for me. Um, I didn't go. I didn't. I didn't really move up anywhere, but I didn't move down because um, where where can I <laughs> where can I possibly move down um, <laughs> in any in any in any uh, uh, in any case? But um, you know, it's 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 it is something that I've um, kind of just seen as uh, a year that I guess is worth reflecting on. But for me personally, I don't feel like I need to because I've kind of, I kind of formed my opinions on a lot of things on the entire year itself. Honestly, very early. Um, you know, as lockdown was going on, as lockdown finished, as the summer was over, and now at this point at the time recording, you know, we're officially uh, exiting the EU with a quote-unquote deal, and, you know, uh, Corona's got a second strain here in the UK, like, you know, it's, it's, it's kind of stuff that, uh, I I don't, I don't want to say I saw coming, but it's kind of just, a lot of it's unsurprising uh a lot of the stuff that has happened over the year has been very very unsurprising in some way um now with that said a lot of things have surprised me um 
you know, my mental state and ability to, um, what's the word, um, take in everything, um, has, you know, varied over the year, you know, I feel like I've, uh, really, usually, usually I'm quite good, at, you know, looking at something and, you know, just breaking it down and into little chunks so I can just, like, you know, understand enough to have an opinion on, you know what I mean, just, 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 you know, get the, get those little chunks in, a lot of things now, you know, in this kind of age we're in right now, a lot of things just come in one big bulk package, and I'm just like, mm, it's this, it's, it's like, it's like one big meatball, you know what I mean, like, you, you're gonna have to cut off that meatball, um, if you want to eat it, you know, can't just, you know, can't just gobstopper it, you know, I mean, just jamming your, jamming your, <laughs> jam it uh, in front of your teeth and just like you know, you know, have uh, looking like Eddie and Eddie, um, but yeah, I've 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 really tried desperately to break things down, and a lot of the time it's been very hard to because of how dense everything is. Like um, you know, I've been listening back to a few shows, back to a few episodes of you know Boss Goods and Such a Source and um and Dig Digits as well, and um. You know, I've I've kind of seen it as um, it's it's been interesting looking at everyone's worldview on everything and how they've gone into viewing things and how they break things down. It's very interesting to think about. Um, but yeah, for me personally, I feel like this year has been <sighs> testing in a lot of ways, in a lot of obvious ways. But to be honest with you. I can't help, and maybe this is just, um, you know, tinged with um, recent personal success I've had, um, albeit a drop in the bucket, um, but, you know, a decent amount of, of uh, you know, personal success. Uh, I'm wondering if that's clouding how I'm feeling right now, but for some reason, for some odd reason, regardless of, you know, the EU stuff, regardless of corona, um, I can't help but look at next year and have some sort of cautious optimism to it. Now, maybe, again, maybe that's tinged with personal success and, um, you know, how confident I am um, in how the podcasts are going, how strong they're going, um, how everything's going personally on the writing side, you know what I mean? Maybe maybe it's tinged with that. Maybe it's tinged with just, like, how bright I feel my future is right now, right? Uh, however, you know... Uh, don't really want to milk it, but yeah, you know, it, it's looking okay, right, I don't want to, but that's the thing, it's cautious optimism, a lot of it is cautious optimism, it's not outright blind, oh, it's gonna be sunshine and rainbows, but I also think that it's all, that, that opinions also tinge with, um, uh, how, how can last, how can 2021 be any worse than 2020, <laughs> you know what I mean, can it get any worse, and, you know, knock on wood, <laughs> that, that it doesn't, um, but I, I can't help but have that kind of, surely it can't get any worse, and, you know, I feel feel like, um, I feel like I should get a pie in the face whenever I say that, it just seems like a, a very tragic comedic uh, element when everyone says that, Can, could it get any worse, <laughs> could it possibly get any worse? And you know that then they get then they get a pie to the face, um, 
so yeah, but it's how I feel, honestly, I can't, and this is really, it unnerves me in some way, because I, while the optimism is cautious, I don't like saying it, like, I don't like putting that kind of stuff out there, and saying that, you know, the future's looking bright, everything's looking up, I don't like saying it, and, you know, some people are like, oh, you've you got to, you know what I mean, manifestation and all that stuff, you know what I mean, affirmations, you got to say it to, uh, you know, you got to say it and, and, and believe in it, right, but, you know, I can say it in my head, you know what I mean, I, I can say it in my head, and that's fine by me, I can, I, that's, that's completely fine by me, I would love to just keep it in my head and keep it pushing, and for nobody to know exactly how I'm feeling, but to be honest, I can't, I can't, not keep 100 on this front, and say that I have a in, a weird amount of confidence, um, not just in myself, I've always had confidence in my personal goals, but I've, but just in everywhere else, and that's so weird, because I, while I think that, I also have a complete distrust of everyone else, <laughs> I have no trust in at all, the once corona um, and this second strain that we're having, especially in the UK, uh, once it you know dies down, hopefully in August, because I have a because I bought festival tickets like an idiot, um, just didn't learn my lesson from uh, from earlier in 2020. But I can't help, uh, regardless of all the positivity I have in my mind, and regardless of all the optimism I have, albeit cautious, I still have elite levels of distrust. Um, for everyone around me, I I just can't. I feel like once everything goes quote unquote back to normal, that everyone's just gonna go back to normal, and I don't want that. I really don't want that. You know, regardless of all the negatives that have gone on in in this year, and you can name a pl- I'm I'm not gonna bother naming them because you already know what I'm talking about. Everything, right? Name them. Name it yourself. And whatever you're thinking is probably that's that's on the list. That's definitely on the list, right? Regardless of that, I can't, I have no confidence in just everyone around me. I have no confidence that people, um, even though, um, you know, (laughs) with the lack of, you know, cars on the road and, you know, people moving about and all that kind of stuff, you know what I mean? The air's gotten clearer, factually, you know what I mean? The climate's, you know, gone a little better, so I'll see... Um, in some ways, uh, unsavable at this point, but, you know, it's no, it's no, <laughs> might as well give it a go, you know, just, just give it the old college try, um, you know, it, there's some positives to take from it, there really are some positives to take from it, um, and, you know, this kind of, uh, alludes to my, um, performatively nihilistic view on people in general that, you know, we, you know, take more than we give, you know, to the world, pound for pound, as humans, I feel like, you know what I mean, it's very nihilistic and low-key performative when I say that, you know what I mean, the, it, oh, the world would be so much better without humans, you know what I mean, it's, it's, it's nihilistic, but it's very performative, like, I'm not, I'm not stupid, you know, I want to live, <laughs> I am a human, I want to live, um, but, yeah, but sometimes I just see shit, and it's just like, guys, can, can we just chill for a bit, um, and, you know, I, feel, I, I, I see some articles recently where it's just, like, uh, people talking about, um, oh, I, I've, I've changed for the better, and I, I just, 
I just don't, I just go, yeah, sure. But when, you know, but when, like, you know, everything goes, quote-unquote, back to normal, you'll be back to exactly where you were, doing the same old shit. I, I, I just like to see it, I like to see it in practice before I can believe it, you know what I mean? And I'm like that with just the entirety of people. Um, you guys can moan all you want about politics, but I ain't gonna believe you guys until the Tories are out of the out of the out of the what out of the out of Parliament, or out of the or out of the uh, uh, is it the left side or right side of House Commons? I don't know, but you know what I mean. When they're out of power, like I, you, you, everyone bitches and moans about how terrible the government's doing. Oh, but when I see them polls, it's it's fucking Conservative fifty, Labour forty eight. You know what I mean? It's just silly. Like, it don't make sense. Like, you lost, still going to vote for these people. Like, what's the point? Like, what is really the point? Um, but, you know, I don't want to keep it, I don't want to keep it political. So, um, yeah, well, while I all have all this confidence, I just can't get this, just can't get this itch out, uh, off the back of my, off the back of my neck that's just like, uh, there's some, I don't trust people, I just don't, uh, you know what I mean, I trust myself, obviously, implicitly, but, like, uh, you know, everyone else, I uh, can't, can't really, don't think people are going to learn, I mean, <laughs> in some ways, Corona already taught us another lesson, like, you, 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 you guys clearly can't be trusted with, like, the, with some of the freedoms you have, and all oh, that sounded very, that's a, that sounded very totalitarian, didn't it? Um, you guys don't de- deserve freedom. <laughs> Let me rephrase. Um, you know, you, you you guys uh, were given uh, off off gotten off lockdown, and you know, logic stated that we shouldn't have gone off lockdown, but here we are with more more cases than ever, more deaths than ever, and you know, everyone has that apathetic way of just thinking about things now. Everyone's everyone's empathy tank is on E. Uh, we ain't clapping for carers no more, but you know they're still getting they're still they're still getting the brunt of the work. I mean, it's just weird. It's just weird how things have changed in the two in the in the few months we have had between lockdowns. It just it just it says it all for me. It says it all for me that we just don't we just refuse to learn. We really do sometimes. We just refuse to learn on that front. Um, but regardless of that, I don't want to dwell on that too much. Um, I feel like next year um, is one of unpredictability, um, but you know, uh, uh, going off my uh, cautious optimism again, uh, that kind of means that it can go either way. Like it can go very, very well. Or it can go very, very bad. And why not, in this case, think of it as a uh, potentially very good. You know what I mean? I, I don't. I don't see why we can't think of it like that, you know what I mean? Um, even, even with everything going on, you know, some of my people have gone to good places, you know what I mean? They've, they've, um, they've, I don't know, uh, started a family or got engaged or, you know, started a business or, uh, you know, just doing whatever, just progressing in some way, realizing their potential in some way. And that's all good. That is all good, and that can only continue next year. That can only continue. Um, so, uh, I'm I'm all for that. But again, <laughs> no confidence in the in the in the overall sense. <laughs> no, zero confidence. Zero confidence. Um, for me personally, and um, I'll try and finish on this. But for me personally, um, while I feel like again. 
um, not much has changed uh, for me personally. Uh, it has been a lot of personal thought towards where I want to go. Um, professionally, especially. Um, I, I, I don't really... I don't really think about personal life, you know what I mean? I, I don't. I don't feel the need to. If it happens, it happens, you know what I mean? Um, on that front, on whatever I'm talking about. I really don't know what I'm talking about, but yeah. Whatever happens in my personal life, it happens, right? But professionally, the, the, the strength of just purpose has strengthened like tenfold for me. In in a lot of in a lot of ways, um, and I don't want to you know just blurt those ideas out um, right now, but I I keep having just like the strongest of visions, the strongest of visions, and I'm not you know talking about like you know I had an epiphany, suffer. It's it's not like I dreamt it. It's just I keep thinking about it. I keep I can't stop thinking about the future. I really can't. Stop thinking about it. And it's never, ever been this strong for me. Um, and that's kind of where my cautious optimism comes through, like I said, you know what I mean? But regardless of that, it is, remo- it is really, it is really um, overlapped my reminiscing of the year um, to the point where I kind of take the year for what it is, you know what I mean? Eventful for better or worse and to be honest in hindsight I feel like excuse me I feel like it's going to be for the better I feel I feel like it's going to be for the better um now there's a lot of people that can they can see that that particular sentence I just said and go what the fuck are you talking about but you know zoom out like like I always like to say zoom out it's it's so easy to get bogged down in everything. It really is super freaking easy to get bogged down in everything. But I'm trying not to. Um, I'm trying to like zoom out and see everything for what it is. You know, if it wasn't for if it wasn't for George Floyd, um, we wouldn't have had the amazing um, outpouring of protests. Um, and albeit performative bullshit, there's, there's all that too, you know, take that hand in hand. Um, but Jesus Christ, was those couple of months strong for me. Like, they, they were strong. Like, I, I had a, I think I already said this, but I had like a mental breakdown one day where like it was like a couple of days afterwards. And uh, I just, I just cried on the floor, literally from where I'm, where I'm sitting. Um, I just moved my chair and I just, I just lied on the floor and I just sobbed, and it was just, it was just it was just super powerful for me. Um, just the entire moment of that, and I can't help but see all of that and not gain some positivity from it. I I can't help I can't help but see some positive positivity from that. I can't see I can't see that and say, you know, that ain't gonna be for the better of all of us. You know, I can't I can't help but think that. Um, and, you know, going back to me personally, um, that's kind of how I'm trying to see the year, you know, it is what it is, um, it was shit, it was all the adjectives you want to throw at it, 
Um, it re- it was it was everything. You are you you can whatever you say. You are completely correct because <laughs> it was a lot of things, and because it was a lot of things, I feel that if you zoom out and not just think about next year, but you know five years, ten years down the line, some some good will come out of whatever was planted in this year. You know what I mean? Whether it is literal, whether it's super literal and uh, conceiving. <laughs> <laughs> or uh or you or you know just um something a bit more um abstract but whatever came out of this year i can't help but see some sort of positivity come through it like a natural thing that happens with you know us and you know the world and universe quote unquote right I just don't want to get don't want to get don't want to get too out there but you know uh, the universe but everything every every bad thing that happens can easily breed um something good down the line i i firmly believe that um there was a there was i was listening to um logic's no pressure recently um which well you you by the by the time you um by the time this is out um i've already released my album list which is uh, my number one album of 2020 um he ends the album with obediently yours, and it's basically six minutes of Awesome Wells um, talking from like I think like nearly eight years ago on a radio broadcast that he, he did like a, a I forgot what he's called comment Awesome Wells commentary something like that. Um, go look it up; it's really good. Um, and he says something um, about uh, he, he, you know he's talking about race and you know slavery and just like you know mistreating people and stuff like that, which you know is depressingly poignant. 80 years later but getting past that he says something um around the lines of um if you have a mob and you kill that and and you know the the powers that be destroy that mob there will only come a larger mob behind that and what will they do with that mob you know what i mean i feel like i really do think that's how the chain of events go so if we plant that into what 2020 was you know, all the bad shit, um, loved ones dying off, you know, governmental negligence, um, people dying just in general, um, you know, that's always a, that's always a, um, that's always a given, it's, it's the way of life, right? circle of life, all that kind of stuff, um, but it's just the way some of these deaths have happened that were, you know, obviously preventable, right, um, we have that, um, you know, the protests just awakening in a lot of ways. While that all comes, well, it all stems from something that, something uh, from a bad thing that happened. You can't tell me that five years down the line, that whatever you're thinking about as it pertains to this year will not breed something better. You know, when an illness comes, the technology gets better, cause we ha- cause it's a- cause it's about you know mitigating, uh, or it's about cutting off the amount of deaths that happen. So with something like Corona, something as virile as Corona, you know, the <laughs> the tech's gonna catch up at some point. The health, whatever you want to call it, the 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 curings, the 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 treatments. That's the word. The treatments are going to catch up at some point. And we'll be better off for it. And why can't we link that to everything else that happens? 
you know, and, and again, the way I'm talking right now is so fucking optimistic, it's freaking me out, <laughs> but, but it's, it's kind of how I feel like I have to see things right now, I'm, I'm, I'm tired of getting bogged down on this year, I am happy to leave this year behind, I really truly am, um, but with all of that said, I can't wait for everything else that is going to stem from everything else. Because I just believe that everything that, you know, whether it is a negative, whether it stems from negativity or positivity, and a lot of it has been negative, I can't help but see it as just a, a reason to grow in some way. And again, I don't feel like that will happen for a lot of people. Uh, from personal choice, because I distrust you motherfuckers, but, <laughs> but just in general, I can't, I, I, I can't, just in essence, I can't help but see everything and just go, in one way, it can't get any worse, but in some way, it has to get better, and I guess that's, um, you know, glass half full or glass half empty, in that kind of way, um, and, I, and I'm, for the first time in a while, I'd rather see things half full. Um, because I spend a lot of my time looking at stuff half empty, I really do, Um, I wouldn't say I'm a pessimist, um, but some things just happen that I feel logically is dumb as shit, or logically preventable, but people just chose to do it, and uh, you know, chose to put people in a certain position, or just in, 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 in the, in an in a audiovisual way, Daffy Duck getting shot in the face because he says duck season fire. Like, I, I, <laughs> you just, I, I just rather not see things like that at this time right now. Um, and that's kind of how I'm reflecting on everything. And you know, that's really weird for me. It really is weird for me. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm very. I like to be very common sense about things. I like to be very logical, but. With that said, can I not be, can I not put forward that common sense states that um, surely people are going to learn from everything this year? Surely not everyone's going to just go revert back to their old ways and just be dumbasses about everything. You know, are, are, are you guys washing your hands more more more, more often? Because I am. I honestly am, like, every time I come back from walking the dog, give myself a, you know, a quick wash, um, and fun fact, my, um, my hand wash song, my hand wash song is, a uh, uh, Area Codes, uh, the hook of Area Codes by Ludacris with Nate Dog. uh, got hoes, it's 20 seconds and it's perfect, um, <laughs> just a little fun fact, but, yeah, it's, can I, can, that, that's just a small thing, so, and, with that said, um, did n- did none of you see um, the 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 protests after George Floyd, after Breonna Taylor, after Benny Majinga, and did you not just see something different and just you know think about things differently? Did you not personally evolve from that? If you didn't, I feel bad for you personally. Um, but I feel like it's so. With with a year such a with a year as momentously shit as this one, I I can't I can't fathom that people can be 
so ignorant that they're just going to see this year and not learn anything. You can't possibly go leave this year not learning anything. You can't. You just can't. I I can't fathom that. Um, and you know, maybe maybe my optimism's clouding my logic there. Maybe, maybe I'm just like maybe uh, maybe you lot didn't learn anything. Maybe everything's gonna go back to quote unquote normal, and uh, nobody's gonna learn their lessons from Corona health wise. Nobody's learn- gonna learn from. Uh, George Floyd, Bellamy Majinga and Breonna Taylor, nobody's going to learn from that racially, uh, nobody's going to learn from any societal aspects, nobody's going to learn from anything politically, and just going to vote Tory for another fucking 10 years, uh, where statistically child poverty has risen, homelessness has risen in the past 10 years, and you know, all of that kind of stuff, and, and UNICEF has come into the UK to feed our children, you know what I mean, what? <laughs> maybe, maybe you just see that and you just blank it all out. Maybe, maybe, but if you do, I feel sorry for you, because I feel, uh, I would love to feel, and I'm trying to feel that way, in, in this way, that people are more leaning to the, uh, to the side of, this year has been garbage, but there has been so much stuff that can be learned from this year, and applied in the future, not just next year, but five years, ten years down the line, 20 years down the line, and be better. I'm, I'm, I, maybe, 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 maybe I'm being naive. Maybe I don't know, but for once, I'm going to be more optimistic leaning. For once, <laughs> it's a weird feeling, um, but for once, for this moment, maybe uh, you know, as soon as January comes through, and you know, what's good gets kick uh, kicking back again. I'll start doing episodes and I'll start reading the news more again because uh, I haven't in the past month. It's been great. Um, yeah, maybe I'll just become, you know, just uh, super negative again and just like, you know, just use common logic to just like scream at, scream at, my, scream in the mic and just go, "What the fuck is going on?" You know, maybe, 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 maybe that will, maybe that will happen. But for now, but for just this moment, for just this moment, I want to take this time. To just look at next year and beyond, and also look at this year, and say while everything has been complete and utter doo doo, in a lot of ways, we've lost a lot of people, um, and we've you know just taken a lot of L's, you know, in in many facets. I can't help but see everything as a learning lesson, and apply those lessons. To myself personally, to yourself personally, to everyone around you, and to the rest of the world. I would like to think that for once. So I am. And with that said, we move on to... Alright, insert a source, roll call, that is Mickey interrupting me. Mickey, how you doing? Good. Solid. Blessings. Solid, that's a rock. Brandon, one, two. No, actually two to take now, because you bottled the intro last time, so they go two to <laughs> What's good, Brandon? How's it going, Charlie? Ryan, my fellow Midland brother, what's going on? I'm good, man. Chilling out after a beautiful, blessed 2020. And a one-all draw. Uh, Tyler, what's good, <laughs> 
Uh, we're here. We, we're surviving the holiday in retail. We're here. All right, cool. Cool. You're flexing that tapestry at the back. I'll, I'll write that. I'll write that. Uh, Jashma, oh. what's good? <laughs> hello, hello. Just prepping for the snowstorm. Yeah. Gosh, what's, it, what's the levels? What's the levels? We will see. Who knows? The weather's right. at usually wrong. It hasn't hit New York yet. It already happened in Baltimore. It already switched to rain, I think, out there, actually. See? See, this is great, because, like, usually it's the British to talk about the weather. But <laughs> here we are. Here we are. The right, this have turned. 2020 in a nutshell. <laughs> <laughs> um, I wanted to begin, I guess, uh, with just, like, uh, think back to, to, the, to the eons. That was January 2020. And um, it's interesting in the context of this show in particular, obviously, uh, two of the, uh, well, well, yeah, technically three of the six people um, that are in this room right now uh, were actually there for relatively the beginning of it. Um, But I guess it'd be interesting asking, I guess, Mickey, Tyler and Jashma especially, um, what were you even planning on doing this year (laughs) well if if you had goals what were the goals like what were you even thinking of like once you hit 2020 you're like all right boom this is what we're doing uh jashma ladies first we'll start with you i thought i'd live in england for six months and in toronto for six months um i love it there why (laughs) yeah that's true right uh i don't know if the benefits are there the same way there's nothing for you anymore (laughs) yeah and i thought i'd be in india like every other month for business and none of that happened but it's okay because it was still a great year tyler oh me oh me next um i thought i thought i was gonna have a goal way more productive outside year um didn't i was expecting to be done with my book have it already be way way more finished probably maybe gotten uh you know my play uh read by kendrick lamar that didn't happen here's the next year um here's the next year but I don't know. I think I was just expecting a, just a very different year than what we got. Yeah. I mean, I, I knew I was like fully pivoting into trying to do journalism for sure. So that, that definitely stayed true. Um, but I was trying, I mean, definitely thinking about staying in New York where I'm definitely not there right now, though. Maybe eventually I will, but we'll see. <laughs> so I, I got the fuck out of there. And then I was assuming it was going to be some level of kind of writing a lot, but also trying to make connections with people in New York while we were outside. Um, Just like try to bump into people, go to events and like, you know, market myself a little bit while consistently writing to, you know, garner some real consistent employment in this shit. But hey, (laughs) here we are. (laughs) Everybody's Uh, review sounds so sad. (laughs) (laughs) Well, yeah. Well, Listen, <laughs> Charlie asked us what we would expect in 2020. I mean, reasonably, right. yeah. I, I, you didn't ask me how it went. If reason, you said how did it go, I'd be like, it was great because it was. <laughs> oh, see, there's a more positive perspective. 
there's certain things that happened that were good that I didn't expect, but it's like definitely not the shit that I thought was going to Yeah, happen. based on what we thought in January, that That's is our answer. Right. Very fair. We're going very, very we're gonna, we're gonna to get there. All right, so Brandon, since you were talking, what were your uh, pipe dreams of 2020? Uh, get out of the Midwest. Well, there, there's really two of them. There's two of them. To get out of the Midwest and to get paid for writing. And we're still working on both. We're still working on both, but uh, making progress in both directions. So, so it's clear okay. that 2020 locationally fucked us all. Yeah. Big facts. You know what I mean? I like Atlanta. I, I like Atlanta. Everything's been an open in Atlanta. Nothing's changed too much. Yeah, yeah. Clearly Which is yeah. deeply concerning for a couple. Exactly. <laughs> No, and Tyler's like, yeah, yeah, nothing changed here. Yeah. <laughs> so, Atlanta did also locationally fuck you too. Fuck us all. Love it, love it. Banter, absolute banner. Uh, Ryan, obviously, you were uh, on the precipice of finishing university and obviously graduated. So, congratulations yeah. on that front once again. Um, but with that said, what else did you have? Uh, that were that were actually uh, feasible for yourself. The thing is, like in January, I was so hopeless in terms of graduating. Like I didn't, I didn't think I was going to do it. So just graduating itself was like, oh, that's all I was thinking about. And the yeah. rest of 2020 was just a bonus, really. Yeah. So out of all of us, Ryan had absolute gravy. So yeah, the one thing, yeah. <laughs> the thing he did the thing. Yeah. yeah. Exactly, you did the thing. So, uh, okay. So, since we were talking about the bleakness that was our uh, potential dreams uh, for the year, um, I guess looking back at it now, throughout from from I guess we'll go from March to now, obviously for logical reasons. Um, what were the I guess things that you have gleaned um, in this past uh, in this past period? Uh, that you, I guess, didn't really, did, that you didn't really see coming, I guess. Like, what did, I guess, what, wasn't it properly, what did lockdown actually give you in terms of, like, uh, uh, perspective, uh, maybe opportunities, any of that fashion? And uh, we'll go backwards and we'll start with Ryan. Um, I started my anthology project, which came out of nowhere, really. Like, I'll just sit in there one day and thought, I want to try and make an anthology for the brown people. And I, you know, I'm, 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 I'm on yeah. the way. Like that just came out of nowhere. So if I didn't have the, like the time and space of quarantine just to try creative writing. Yeah. Just, yeah. I don't think I would have the confidence to do that. And if I hadn't like just sound to her and built relationships with lots of writers, lots of brown writers. Uh, yeah. That wouldn't happen either. So yeah. And one other thing was um, like, I did my first interviews this year. And that was cool, yeah. And also got paid for writing, just like Brandon, kind of, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he knows what that means. Yeah. The, last, the last few things we've done, people have blown up Brandon's spot. <laughs> yeah, not it's a, it's your like tradition around. Times. Yeah. Well, this comes out, it'll be published, don't worry. <laughs> Brandon? <laughs> um, I think it really gave me the opportunity to focus on journalism or like make journalism part of a routine, you know, whereas before it was like working full-time jobs at like doing other shit. 
journalism was like, oh, I have the time to write here or like, I know this needs to be done at this point in time. So I need to get it done before that. Um, yeah. But now, you know, journalism, something I do every single day um, that's in my routine. Like yeah. I, I have a regular like wake up. This is my period to write. This is my period to do central sauce stuff. Um, and then, you know, putting the podcast on a regular rotation as well just means, you know, I'm regularly reading, I'm regularly having conversations. Um, it's just made it much more a part of my life as opposed to like a hobby. And I think that like seeing the growth in that way has been huge for me. Uh, and it's really opened will, up like what's going to happen in 2021. Yeah, because I will say you have had very many an ex- uh, an existential moment just about everything and uh i have noticed that and that's kind of been that's kind of that's kind of fascinating looking uh from the outside in obviously at somebody who has like you know attempted to or or wanted to do something and because of this has been given like the i guess the permission so to speak to just like say fuck it (laughs) like it's just this is see what happens you know what i mean and um you know i i, I linked to that personally so i just wanted to say that's so a big up to yourself but uh, uh mickey what, what have you uh well into? i'm now realizing that the only way to for me to answer this question is to be kind of a dick and do two name drops <laughs> for people I've here we go like, <laughs> like because those are the real things that were like the surprising things that i didn't see coming that out of nowhere i was like holy shit how am i connecting with this person and then literally oh, yeah. putting out content aligned with the two people who you all probably know i'm going to mention the first and foremost is cool because i get to you know relate it to in search of sauce and central sauce which is like we did the episode where i talked about elliot wilson's the motto and then he heard the episode and literally called me while i was you know doing writing another piece and like just talk to me for 15 minutes and to me that was just the dude for me he is like the the dude who i've looked up to since i was in high school in the field of music journalism so it felt like i skipped like 14 steps by him being one of the first people within the industry honestly on that level to even reach out to me personally um and then we got him on the podcast and did a full interview which was absolutely insane um, and then, uh, I just got really fucking lucky. And, and I mean, I, you know, I've been writing pieces for euphoria magazine literally since January. So, um, and then just got assigned a James Blake cover story and then interviewed him for an hour and a half and wrote a fucking cover story. So those are definitely the things that, uh, in January I had no, no thoughts aligned with that being my reality at all. So, yeah. There's my very asshole like double name drop, but realistic <laughs> answer to the question. Humble flex. Yeah. Humble flex. We call it, we call it the humble flex. Yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> uh, Tyler, what, what do you uh, what be going? Um, for me, it was. I got to like pause. I think with me, I always like was trying to do too much. I was like had a very Gilmore uh, Guillermo del Toro like uh, mindset where I was like I'm gonna do all these things and say it and maybe like start it and then not actually do it there's so many movies he has not made and said he was gonna do and Jesus Christ but for me I actually started doing a lot of those things like the one time I thought I would have my book published already is like I'm actually getting it I'm almost finished with it um I've made sure I've started editing more of my things I'm way more self-aware 
which I guess as a poet, you kind of have to be. Uh, and it's, I've gotten, I've just made sure I've been more reflective and actually just taking a pause on everything. And I really, yeah. I really appreciate that, uh, especially in the music this year has helped with that, especially. Would you say that um, once around lockdown happened and everything passed that you were more busy than you actually were previously? Yes, I and I kind of forced myself to. Um, I was like, you know, uh, I'm here. And then like, I think it was like mid, mid-July, mid-July that I just started like, man, I'm gonna really just do it. And I think I've written the most I've written in honestly in years um even more so in college more so in college because like i was an english major and i had to write papers all the time but like i've written more <laughs> now in like the past six months than i have ever and that and that feels great yeah much more much more raw in doing stuff you actually want to do instead of just like you know um i don't know what english majors write but yeah exactly oh dude we, we wrote bullshit papers like at the <laughs> let me see one if it was do it like let me see if it was do at 1 p.m i did it at during lunch at 12 <laughs> and got my oh. a so like I... so you just gave me you just gave me a flashback to um this one time where like i had a deadline and i was sweating for it and then the and then the system to literally is called turn it in so <laughs> i turned it in and it's locked in and then it crashed so then everyone else that like fucking fluked it had the opportunity and had a couple more days to actually sort their stuff out. And mine was just there sitting, gathering dust. So I was like, fuck, that's noise. Anyway, Jashua, <laughs> I digress. I definitely had a few Turnitin experiences I wish I could redo. But um, I think 2020 forced me to start living my life. And, and I know that sounds really cheesy, but I was living for other people before. And then desperation of 2020 and things that weren't in my control taught me that I needed to start living for myself. So never in a million years did I think I would start my own company and hit year one in a pandemic and be okay and think that we're going to do year two. Never in a million years did I think I would be on podcasts with a hip hop collective that I love working with. Never in a million years did I think I would be part of a political fundraiser. Never in a million years did I think I would do a lot of things. But I think sometimes it takes the world reminding you that time is finite for you to realize how you want to actually spend it. Word. Yeah. There's like the weird oh, blessing in disguise of shit. It, for sure of, of the pandemic too. Like I, this is, you know, I, when I was hustling in New York doing all of the different things I was trying to do, this is the first time in what five to seven years that I've actually professionally focused all of my energy, not on some version of a survival job at all and entirely on a career path. It definitely provided right. a space for that. And I feel like that's, you know, that's, you know, the results that I talked about before are, are in big part because of that time to actually be able to do that. Yeah, yeah I feel I, like this, go for it, Ryan. I was just saying, like, it gives us mad clarity of mind. Like, mm -hmm. you're just inside with just your thoughts and you have nothing to do but sift through them. And that's what's given me, like, mad clarity this year. It's like, I realized what i actually love and what i actually don't like all too much yeah so yeah i second that yeah fair enough everyone's dropping poetry right now this is silly um <laughs> stop trying guys stop trying so hard um yeah but it's actually kind of it's kind of fascinating like i was talking to um uh, i was talking to Steiner saying 12 and like uh we, we we were seeing it as like 
this year has either been um, one where one where we see it as like um, things that have happened are either of the time, similar to how um, listening to an album from the 2000s is very of the time and you either take or leave that and find that as a good thing or bad thing, or you see it as something where it's like this will you know, add on to the book of whatever topic you're thinking about. Um, so obviously politically for both, for all of our sides, it's been very fascinating. And, you know, obviously as we record this moment, um, there's a, a, for lack of a better phrase, like the farmer protests in India and stuff like that, as Jasmine has um, been speaking up on, uh, I've seen recently, and obviously uh, with George Floyd and stuff like that, and everything going past. It's interesting thinking about this whole year as um, one of sometimes forgettable because there's literally uh, (laughs) there's so much this year I don't remember (laughs) like there's whole months I don't remember what I did like honestly like I may I may have done a podcast then I guess I did a few episodes but literally that's the only thing I have to actually remember is to just go back on that and that's kind of why I enjoy doing this kind of stuff but you know past that day to day flying by don't even know don't even know can't even couldn't even tell you what i did in april no idea no idea what i did um but with that said everything else on the outside looking in is or, or zooming out a bit is just something that um <laughs> something i've said recently uh when we look back at this uh 20 uh, 10 20 years later we're just going to see memes of uh 2020 lockdown and our children would be like, the fuck is this? Like, bro, you don't even know. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's just, it's just going to be that thing that we're just all going to remember as a collective people and just like go either see it as, you know, like Mickey said, a blessing in disguise or just see it as something that you want to just throw in the bin. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like, not to put words in you guys' mouth, um, that this is something more of leaning to a blessing in disguise instead of uh, throw it all in the bin. Uh, <laughs> but if you guys want to say throw it in the bin, let me know. Uh, <laughs> uh, either way. was trash. Okay. But at the same time, though, it's like... It, it's like so, say it really feel? No, I mean, like, no, 2020 was trash, but at the same time, though, it's like, I do think within the trash, there is, like, some little... Uh, nuggets of gold in there like we've in the trash like we, we kind of like learned how to survive learned how to relate to others i think and, I, and since we were all since some people were in collective trash bins together they had to communicate and connect in ways that they weren't really prepared for so there's that um so you no know, um, um trash cans filled with gold i think i got pretty uh just kind of lucky that the career I was pivoting into was journalism and not something where I kind of needed to really move around to do it. Uh, and I, I mean, that's why it's a blessing in disguise is just out of sheer luck. And I mean, you know, I feel like the general consensus is that most people weren't just pivoting into a career that could be remote anyway. Sure. I think on the whole, it was a blessing in disguise outside of each of us, I think as well, because it sounds really wrong, but the world actually had to listen for the first time. And I think it was because largely a high enough percentage of us around the world were in a similar situation where 
we weren't able to go do a hundred things. So we had to stop and listen to what was happening to each other. And that ended up permeating the world. So yeah. loss of life is trash. Yeah. Do I miss all the live events that paid for my house and my bills and my livelihood? Yeah. Um, but I think outside of that, there's no world in which we would have had to really listen to each other and examine the way we all live, except one in which a third party like a virus <laughs> decided to attack everyone. Yeah, I think that the examination is a big part of it for me, like more than a blessing in disguise. I think it's highlighted the potential of what you can could do if the normal life before this wasn't so stifling in so many ways already. Right. So more more than like highlighting like how that good things have come out of this for me, it, it highlights you know, how much things previously were preventing some of this like personal growth and personal progress, you know, um, and having the time to do that is definitely something that I would like to continue into life post pandemic, really, you know, carry over these things, rather than go back to the way that things before the pandemic were stifling them so intensely. Sure. It's so bananas. Yeah that like the world literally lit on fire, like fires in Australia, <laughs> we live in California and a pandemic and different civil rights movements and different movements in agriculture and the whole world has a million and five things going on. But people have had some of the best personal growth while processing all of that trauma because they just had a little less material or a little less noise that came from other humans that also weren't processing anything. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that's a ball. <laughs> also, did you ask hip hop writers not to be poetic? Don't play yourself. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm I'm literally a poet, so I can't help but do it. So there's that. Um, I was I just want to say, man, like when the aliens come, bro, that's gonna be that's gonna be the year. That's gonna be the fucking year. I'm looking forward to that. I don't know how long we've recording. It's half. It's been half an hour. But I'm, I, I don't know if it's been half an hour, but it has been half an hour. I'm gonna keep it there. And there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. That is 5 EPM special. That's all four shows. And obviously the high source one uh, for last. You'll understand, uh, you'll, you'll understand why I cut it <laughs> so quickly <laughs> at that point. Um, a bit of an insider conversation. But uh, I, th- I think we talked about it in the uh, straight after uh, I cut it there. So uh, don't, never fear. You might you may or may not get the context. Uh, I, I forget if we actually properly talked about it. But yeah, so inside joke inside joke but uh, yeah guys hope you've enjoyed this episode i really enjoyed um obviously going to everyone just talking um about their personal years and uh, where they see everything going um for you guys as i saw listeners you will get a bit more of the looking forward um for the guys personally uh in the in the next bonus episode that will come soon uh, probably in the next week or so but for now that is it that is 2020 Sorted, Dunsky, Finito, um, Raps, all of that. And uh, we obviously all look ahead to 2021. And, uh, you know, just more blessings, more work. Just got to keep, uh, going to keep grinding. That's what we're going to keep doing. Hope, uh, Hopefully, 
uh, as we uh, continue going through uh, ISOS and and doing these interviews and uh, looking up great uh, journalistic content, uh, hopefully you guys will take us with you to your personal journeys. And uh, with that said, I'll leave it there. Hope you all have a great 2021. We shall always try and do the same. But until next year, take it easy, ladies and gentlemen.